to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, and his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom, and thanks always to our engineer, Paul, for making me and my guests sound so good. Today's episode is sponsored by my friend Scott Fox over at the Orange County Startup Council. And Scott has built and launched the best resource we have here in Orange County for all things startup. You can learn about interesting new companies, existing innovative companies, partners you might need, events, and even people and jobs. Uh, you can just go to ocstartups.org to learn more. I am super excited to have Sue Parks here with me today and joining me on Accelerate OC. She's been here in our community as both a business leader and uh, a nonprofit leader for quite a while. And she continues to reinvent and innovate. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. We were just talking before the show about how being uh, in a nonprofit really forces a lot of that entrepreneurial energy uh, to come out. And so we'll talk uh, a little bit more about that. Before we get to hear from Sue and all her great wisdom, let me tell you a little bit about her. So she became the president of and CEO of, of the Orange County United Way in 2017. So she's been there for a uh, little over two years. And before that, she'd been a volunteer and board member, including being chairman of the board for about 15 years prior. And so before she signed on, she had been both a business executive and an entrepreneur. So I think had exactly the right DNA to get involved in, in an organization with, with the impact that United Way has and particularly has here in Orange County. She most recently before that had co-founded and was CEO of a corporate wellness company that was called iCount Wellness. And um, I'm definitely asking her to talk a little bit about that today. And then before that, she held some senior roles in innovative companies like Kinko's. And I was talking to her about uh, hearing the founder of Kinko speak years ago and just how uh, inspired I was by him. But also she was at Gateway and U.S. West, which was one of the Bell companies that, that split off uh, in, in, I think it was about the 80s when that happened. And both Kinko's and Gateway, I mean, they really have... I think in the in the history of business in the last several decades, those are the kinds of companies that have those storied founders. And so I'd even maybe call them characters. And I'm sure she has some great stories if we have time today uh, to talk about that. She, you know, is part of this great organization called United Way, which we'll talk more about. You know, I think they they talk that they touch one in four Orange County residents every year and have a significant investments in platforms around education and income and health and housing. And so we'll delve into some of those innovative things that they're doing. But she's not only made an impact at the United Way, she's also been involved in so many other organizations here. And I think she defines the kind of innovative leaders that are here in Orange County and just don't get enough acknowledgement and recognition. She's on the Executive Leadership Council at the UC Irvine Diabetes Center. She's past chair and co-chair of Women's Wellness Day for the Susan Samueli Center for Integrative Medicine at UCI. She was former board president of the Susan G. Komen Orange County affiliate and former board member of the Girl Scouts of Orange County and the Mirage School at, at UCI. That is a lot. That is a lot. I can tell you, having met a lot of our 
leaders here. I don't know that I've met anyone with that's had that much involvement. She's also been named a OC Business Journal Businesswoman of the Year Award winner, as well as a pioneer by the National Association of Women in Business, uh, also known as NABO. Sue, you're busy. I really appreciate you taking a little bit of time out to join us on Accelerate OC today. Thank you, Carrie. I'm so glad to be here. Very good. Well, let's get to the starting line. As I mentioned, um, you, you know, you're leading United Way, which is a high-impact organization here in our county. Uh, you know, it's really one of the largest, and as I said, its impact is felt across all 34 cities and um, in virtually everyone's life here. What is it like to run such a critical organization in the day-to-day life of our county? Well, Carrie, at first I'd say it's an honor. It's an honor to have the uh, the awesome opportunity to lead such an incredible organization. And as you said, I've been around for a while, and I have always loved the United Way. And the reason being, in my corporate life, I had no time, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody has corporate life, mm-hmm. or if, uh, even in my entrepreneurial days, right? Your time is so precious. So how do you learn the most critical needs in the community? Mm-hmm. Um, where do you trust in terms of investing your hard-earned money, in terms sure. of helping others succeed? Mm-hmm. The United Way always got me from the head, the smarts of how strategic it is, but mm-hmm. on the heart of the story. So I loved it, the head and the heart. So it's an honor every day to serve Orange County in this role. That's, that's amazing. The needs of our county continue to evolve. You know, we talked about the, the innovative things that the United Way is doing. How do you prioritize? There are so many things that you can do. How do you prioritize what those top few things should be you know at any season like right now yeah so much like a business and again for all your business uh folks listening out there um we take the business of helping people really seriously at orange county Mm -hmm. united way and one of the things that's really unique about us is how we develop our plans of what we do do in the community and so we don't just have this is the only way, right? We're very innovative in thinking about what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And we bring together business leaders, government leaders, academics. Uh, we search best practices around the country on topics such as homelessness, who is mm-hmm. really making an impact. We uh, commissioned UCI to do research on that particular topic. So we had facts, not fiction, mm-hmm. in terms of what was really mm-hmm. going on. And we, um, by bringing everybody together, learning what's working, what's not working, we understand what gaps need to be filled, where we need to amplify, how do we move forward to really solve an issue in Orange County, not just manage it, but mm-hmm. to solve it. So it's very much um, in terms of like a business, but again, what you're doing every day, like, you know, in the last mm-hmm. few months, we've personally, through our I say personally, for through Orange County United Way and through all of our partners, um, through our Welcome Home OC program, which is a very innovative program to help people who have been formerly homeless get housed, because the mm-hmm. only solution to ending homelessness is a home. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, we've ha- actually um, helped 124 individuals secure maybe a first apartment that they've had in mm-hmm. years, and they're getting back on with their lives through a network of 
organizations and people that we've created that we're leading. Welcome home, OC. Um, so it's amazing work that touches your heart every day, mm-hmm. but it's strategic in terms of we don't do things just because that's always the way we did them. We're always looking to innovate, bring new solutions to the biggest problems here in Orange County. That's amazing. Well, I talked a little bit about you know, these platforms around education and income and uh, health and housing. You just talked a little bit about housing. You know, we we uh, have had some folks on either involved in or uh, part of the CEO Leadership Alliance, which will uh, continue to probably be a key part of the discussion here, because it, it is at least in the first time since I've been here. I've been here about 15 years. The first time I've seen this level of senior leaders in our community come together and really orient around some of these key issues that require, you know, have maybe formally been left to folks like the United Way to have to tackle uh, in many cases on their own. But now business leaders with a lot more resources and attention are saying, hey, we all are in this together. How do you think, you know, the income topic, I think, is a really fascinating one. It's a national discussion as people are bracing for automation take, to take jobs or other things. But we, we have, when we live in a, a high-cost part of the of the world and, and certainly of uh, the country, how do you think about, you know, the, the, the issue of income in that we have to, you know, I think education is a key part of it, but h- how do we give people not just money, but give them a purpose and and capability to really have an income that makes sense. Yeah, well, I love what the CLA is doing here. I'm very excited. We're looking at partnering. We're partnering them Mm -hmm. on with their food and security Mm -hmm. efforts and very Mm -hmm. excited in terms of how do we bring more and more of their brilliant thought leadership into solving some of these big Mm community-wide issues. So say that, I'm a huge fan. Second, in terms of about getting people to a wage where they can not just survive but thrive thrive, in Orange County, um, I'm very excited about a new program that we innovated here. Um, Mm -hmm. In Orange County, we did the pilot last year program called Upskill OC. Because it isn't as much about somebody getting a job, but to get a job that'll let them live a self-sufficient life, yes. right? That's where we mm-hmm. want it. We get to, and so this is really innovative because I think there's always been a success factor with in the community. Like, okay, somebody's got a job, but if the job is a minimum wage That's job right. without a pathway, right. so let me say right. we all started at a minimum wage yes. job, but there needs to be a pathway. I started below. Yeah. I was in a family business, so oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. Forced, forced indentured servitude. Oh uh, well, I sold my Halloween <laughs> yeah, candy to my brother, go. so that was my first income. <laughs> the idea that. But um, there are there is a need. Um, there are a lot of people out there that just if they had the additional mm-hmm. education, yes. the additional career training, and the support, because their resume isn't going to read as mm-hmm. probably pure as yours, Carrie, kind of thing. If it's not going to, you, you haven't seen mine. I, <laughs> I don't why, think I've. Actually, I want to find yeah, those stories. I don't think I've had one in 15 years. So that's it. Yeah, yeah that's so, another story. Well, okay. Um, so the idea is in this one. And I'll give you a really great example. Um, I'll use a different name for her. So I'm going to call her. Um, um, Joanne. So Joanne was in an abusive relationship, husband, had three kids, uh, separated from him, rightfully so, in terms of what was going on in her life, but ended up homeless with her three kids. So she ends up in something called rapid rehousing. So there are programs out there when somebody just needs a period of time to get back on their foot. And I think everybody would agree, yes. a, a young mom with three kids 
doesn't need to be living on the street, yeah. right? So rapid rehousing, that kind of work to to get her a short-term solution. But then in that period of time where she's not having to worry that our, she's not going to have a roof over her head, we need to help her get back mm-hmm. to work. So um, the nonprofit involved in that particular case um, introduced her to our Upskill OC program. Where we're taking people who have been in rapid rehousing or in other situations where maybe they had fallen out you know, and mm-hmm. were um, really struggling to get by, but had the will and the desire to to get ahead, right? Because you have to have mm-hmm. that that desire and that commitment. And that can come out in the training, too, if somebody's sure. willing to stick it out and Absolutely. all of that. But one of our amazing partners, and this is an innovative company here, CISO Share, um, the CEO mm-hmm. of CISO Share, um, heard about what we were doing, said cybersecurity here is mm-hmm. booming. We got together and developed a program where cybersecurity training is actually being done at our United Way offices, amazing. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And we just started the last cohort last Friday, um, which is very exciting. But in our first pilot year, just understanding the program, bringing in the community colleges, we've in our network, our ecosystem mm-hmm. that we put together, businesses that'll hire folks, people that'll train folks like the amazing people at CISO Share. Through all of that, Joanne is her name, now has a cybersecurity analyst job where she's making enough money to be self-sufficient in Orange County. And that happened in the course of six months. And that's not going to be everyone's journey, Mm -hmm. but it's doable. That's an amazing story. Yeah. And so all of the business people out there, when you're looking for talent, come to us. Let us know because maybe we can help somebody do two things. Be one, your most loyal employee Mm -hmm. because they've known what it's like not to succeed and they're going to do everything they can to help you and themselves be Mm -hmm. successful. But you're helping the whole county because you're lifting somebody up that is right now consuming resources, right, while we're helping them. It's just the best solution all. So out there, reach out to us, uh, Upskill OC, and there's a number of ways that a company can play in this ecosystem. They could be an advisor. They hopefully can be somebody that hires. Mm-hmm. They can help guide us in terms of what careers they're, they're needing more people mm-hmm. in. In the meantime, we're going to find those people out there that need help through our nonprofit partners, bring them together, and we'll help them with training and hopefully get them placed. I'm very excited about this program. Carrie, can you tell? Yes, I can, and I think you should be. It's it's uh, incredible and solving one of those key key issues. I, I talk to to entrepreneurs and business leaders every single day that cite lack of talent as an issue. And generally, my comeback to them is, I actually don't believe that is a problem here. I think we have to just be more creative and open minded about the kinds of talent that we bring in. So I could not be more of an advocate and more of a supporter for what you're doing at, at Upskill OC. So that's, that's amazing. Too. Yeah. So and and through your network, um, as many companies that would be open to hiring, I mean, you still have to make a yes. hiring decision. But for those people that don't have the perfect record or whatever, sure. again, you know, come to us. We want to learn. We want to help. And we're helping with IT training. We're helping with mm-hmm. healthcare training and other ways through all of our partner network. Again, this is an ecosystem, which is what sure. we do. But it wouldn't have all come together without. You know, the team at the United Way who saw this opportunity and put all the pieces together to say, let's upskill OC. Yeah, that's, that's great. So let's let's go into the hood just a little bit on that, because, uh, as I said, I mean, we, we, we talk, we've got a very low unemployment rate here in Orange County. It's easy for people to get complacent and uh, stay happy that, hey, look, you know, people that want jobs can, can get jobs here. But a big reason why CLA 
even came together was, uh, and I, as I say, the headline is, we're just not creating the right kinds of jobs here. And so a big challenge, and if you're not creating the right kinds of jobs, then people often can't get the right level of income to thrive here. And we haven't, you know, I look at, at friends in other parts of the country like Denver or Austin or Salt Lake or, you know, I try to not look at the Bay Area so much, but other markets that have just produced incredible numbers of these innovation high-wage jobs over the last decade. And Orange County just has not been nearly um, that level of, of participant in that. So any thoughts as we, as I mean, the upskilling part is really uh, important. Um, that'll help maybe attract more jobs here because the talent that can do those jobs is here. How do you think about on the other side from the kinds of investments that we as a community need to be making in the, the companies of tomorrow, in the innovation economy? Yeah, I think there's a couple of thoughts that are going through my mind. And one is, um, and again, I'm excited about CLA and the idea that, you know, I walked um, five miles. The first year I was the CEO of the IWA, well, and I love to walk. So, uh, but I walked five miles in every city in Orange County, three, mm-hmm. four cities, just because I hadn't mm-hmm. been to them all. Mm-hmm. And every city has something That's special. Right. Every Absolutely. city has a story, and every city has places where people should be proud and excited to call home. Yeah. And so one, I think, is just kind of branding ourselves as all of these different ways mm-hmm. where people can live. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I think people think just about living along the coast, yes. and that is prices out in a different way, mm-hmm. right? Then you right. think about maybe right. some of the other You um, can have any life you want here. Exactly. That's what's so amazing. It's awesome, yes. right? Yeah, so I'm like open eyes, and I love the fact that branding is a part of mm-hmm. what they're doing. But I actually, and so this is, again, Orange County and I way, you mm-hmm. know, I'm saying this, mm-hmm. and I should have said at the very beginning my commercial message, I always say, just so everybody knows, every United Way is a separate 501c3, mm-hmm. so we are totally focused on improving lives in Orange County. Mm-hmm. So when I say this, mm-hmm. I say this as a long, long time resident of Orange County. One of the best ways to engage and get more people want to stay here is this um, idea of purpose. And yes. that's what the United Way helps companies mm-hmm. with. We work with 350 companies and mm-hmm. we work with companies large and small and help them with their social responsibility and helping them engage their employees in other ways that adds meaning to their mm-hmm. work. Because mm-hmm. people want to come to places that are purpose. And I think the more and more that we brand Orange County as a place where people help, we help end homelessness. Collectively as a community, we will end mm-hmm. veterans homelessness here. Who wouldn't want to live right. in a community that doesn't come together? Who wouldn't want to live in a community where we upskill people that need help and we get them back into the jobs that they need, the jobs of the future? Mm-hmm. And it's all done in a very collaborative, forward-looking way. So. That's the Orange County I think that could get everybody excited about, and that's why I'm excited as the CEO of Orange County United Way to be part of it. Sure. Yeah, That's. I think that's a key theme that's come up in a lot of my conversations is this notion that we have such a diversity of cultures and socioeconomic status and experiences and industries and just such diversity here that we really have the potential to be this laboratory for things like purpose for higher order community you know bondedness and inclusiveness and and things that i think we can lead on the global stage and certainly be a leader in the country i mean there there are these other pockets that 
uh, in some cases are these echo chambers. There's, there's, I think, a strong sense that we have the kind of balance here where whatever good things like some of these programs that, that you're talking about that get started here can have resonance all over the place. And so um, we are we have this entrepreneurial drive here, but we've got to figure out how to, to be more inclusive and more open to ideas from anywhere. And I think it takes leaders like you who say, like, we don't need to invent it all. We're, we're, we're smart enough to know we can't, but let's figure out how to get all the people we can with a common purpose or um, you know, learn from others. And I would say ideas can come from anywhere. We just have to be willing to consider them. And I think that's, that's the state of what, what I see right now here is this place where at least there's now some recognition that if we don't change a little bit, if we don't start thinking beyond real estate as an example, we're not going to, to produce the kind of environment where you know my kids are going to want to come back and make their life here. And I think we have all the pieces. We just have to to bind them together in in new creative ways. Yeah, I think um, you're so right. We do have all the pieces. And again, I think that ethos, that heart of Orange County really needs to show through when we're attracting. And I think one of the things the CLA is doing a great job is and what I, I think fits beautifully with Upscale C and what's going on in the amazing um, schools that we have here, the universities, is when we can, let's hire, let's hire local. Yes. Let, let's, you know, you shop local, let's hire That's local, right, right? where right. it makes sense. And again, and all I'm asking is when you're doing that, whatever share of mine that you can help help somebody else get ahead, help us, help right. other folks. You know, we'll do the work of understanding the research and what needs to get done and what programs need to run and make mm-hmm. sure that they're running and measurable. Everything we do is very accountable mm-hmm. to the community. If anybody wants to learn more, we read out to the community on March 25th at our annual scorecard mm-hmm. event, what's going on, and everything's mm-hmm. on our website at unitedwayoc.org. Um, but yeah, it's a really exciting time. And I was going to say, here's an example of a way we are leading the country. Um, and HUD, um, so the Housing and Urban Development, mm-hmm. the Secretary Ben Carson, this past uh, late last year, issued um, a new voucher f- to house former foster youth, mm-hmm. right? And probably don't most people don't realize, don't but mm-hmm. most foster youth end up homeless in many mm-hmm. cases because it, I've heard anywhere from 25% to 40%, whatever it is, it's... Mm-hmm. It's not good, right? And these are folks that never had a chance, right? And Mm -hmm. so they issued to the Santa Ana Housing Authority 25 vouchers. That was the most vouchers in the country. Keep in mind that only 12 communities in the entire country got vouchers. We were one of them. The Santa Ana Housing Authority called us immediately because we've been helping them find apartments for people. Um, who have a voucher, so a rental voucher that can pay for their rent. In this case, the vouchers are for three years, enough time for a foster mm-hmm. youth to help them get back in training, get them educated, what they need to be, and hopefully align them a career of the future so they have a chance of leading a self-sufficient mm-hmm. life, which mm-hmm. we all want, and then they become mm-hmm. productive and you know, are on your show in a, you know, a few yes, years talking be... about... Isn't that yes. awesome, right? Yes. So in this particular case, um, we just said yes. Of course we're going to figure it out, mm-hmm. right? And so we're in the midst of housing. 25 um, former foster youth will have them housed within the next couple weeks. And I don't think any other community in the country can say that they've they've reacted as fast and as swift to help these young people get 
a place to call home. Um, we housed a young man named Christian the other day, and it would have broken your heart. Um, but it's such an amazing success story now because he has a place to call home. But he was kicked out at 18 when he um, was um, emancipated from the system, ended up sleeping on the street, was hit up by a car. Mm-hmm. When he was hit by, in a coma for mm-hmm. six months in a hospital when released because he had no place to go, ended up living in a homeless shelter. Can you imagine surrounded by adults coming off of a traumatic brain injury? Well, it's cool to say that because of this Welcome Home OC and that effort to get people housed, he's in his own apartment right now, and Mm -hmm. he is the joyous neighbor of so many new residents Mm -hmm. that have totally embraced him. So there are good stories going on every day, and I just want to make sure all your readers know, or your listeners, no one reads anymore, right? (laughs) (laughs) We talked about that earlier. That's why we have this show. So, um, yeah, so your listeners um, know that really good things are going yes. on, and they can be involved. They can be involved in a variety of ways. We yes. just need to know they want, they're interested. That's a, that is an amazing story. Thank you for sharing that. And that's the reason why I'm here is to just create an environment for more of those to be told because there are great things and great people with huge hearts and and purpose here in this community. So thank you, Sue, for that. that, that that's incredible. It, what occurs to me is like you you have and I don't know if you've talked about this ever because um, we don't know each other well yet but I, I think that's going to change you have such a, a almost what I'd call a customer experience orientation about you the way that I hear you describe the United Way you know so many businesses and and I would say businesses here haven't yet oriented toward this this world that we're in that it's about experience and it's about design and how, where did that come from for you oh you all make me get weepy carrie i hopefully i won't cry on your show no i always um i was a product of a uh, wonderful parents. My mom is still alive, amazing woman. My father passed away a few years ago, but my father was, for all intents and purposes, you know, coming out of World War II, homeless, where, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't have parents that were um, involved in his life at all. And his siblings, you know, many of them had to go into foster program and all that. But my dad was a kid of the streets and ended up, after World War II, becoming a truck driver for a company. And one day, the um, owner of the company needed somebody to help lock up, and my dad stepped forward and said, yes, I'll help. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, he became more and more involved in the business mm-hmm. and ended up at some point, mm-hmm. uh, success story, um, owning the company. But he always taught me, like, in the in the business world, and I ended up initially um, growing up through sales marketing and ended up being a general manager mm-hmm. so of a of a paper distribution business very not very not very (laughs) high tech i did get high tech after a while but i had to start somewhere right there was such a thing called paper yes i grew up in a lumber yard so i know all right so you got it but he always um taught me the people that know the most about what's going on in your company are your drivers Mm -hmm. because they know who's happy who's not they know um who's ordering more or not Mm -hmm. and just be be out there be visible be engaged and look and listen you know so um i learned a lot from that that tale but it was always really true no matter what my salespeople went i went back out the warehouse and i watched which which trucks i'd get there at four or five a.m in the paper distribution days and watched who was getting more or less Mm -hmm. and everything and so i think it developed a customer ethos in Mm -hmm. me to always you know do what we can to ensure the customer is being well taken care of 
Yeah, that, I, and I just think it, it once you have that, um, I mean, it takes it goes with you everywhere, and I'm sure. You, if you're like me, you always see opportunities to serve that customer better, which is good for, in your case now, the Orange County United Way. You're you're able to really deeply feel those stories that you're sharing, and I can I can feel it. And I think that's so important in any area. I mean, my my wife's a teacher, and I'm always so, in some cases, jealous of her because she has such amazing impact stories. And I've, I've found that through business, whether that's working in businesses where I really get to break through and help solve a customer problem or in the people that are in those businesses that, that I can grow. But I, I feel like really orienting toward customers is not as prevalent uh, as it should be. And I just appreciate so much that, that you have it. And I can, I can just feel it. And uh, well, it's, it's I'll, important. I'll thank my dad. But the, um, yes. thank you for... Saying that one of the more innovative things that we've done at the United Way, and this actually um, is a worldwide initiative, but United Way partnered with Salesforce, mm. so leading philanthropy organization mm-hmm. in the world, and then the leading a leading technology mm-hmm. company, if not mm-hmm. the leading in terms of CRM. And we've produced a philanthropy cloud. So every company, large or small, that wants to be able to share their stories and you know tell their stories, we now have this amazing platform hmm. to do that. That's something else that companies could reach out to us if they're interested in how they engage their employees so we can share with them more stories of the impact of where their donations are going, where the greatest needs are. We mm-hmm. can share with them volunteer ex- experiences because that's the best way for mm-hmm. um, team members to feel really engaged in their community is to go out and volunteer Mm -hmm. so it's a really really very cool um innovative platform that we're really excited we're only the um second united way in the state of california that is bringing that to our community but we feel people need to know the stories they need to feel the community it doesn't have to be about the work we do Mm -hmm. it's just a way to engage more people in getting involved and and being part of lifting the whole community together Mm -hmm. that's that's great well you know, the reason I started this show, is, as I think I was sharing with you off the air, is we need more awareness of these stories here in Orange County to um, give people that renewed hope and sense that this this is a special place. I've I've lived a lot of places. Uh, I'm you know, as I mentioned, I'm not from here, but I, I I am here. I'm I'm in Orange County and through and through now, and have three kids that are born and raised, and uh, we'll we'll always call this home. What, what have you seen in the last, let's say, decade here in Orange County that gives you really strong sort of hope for our future? Wow. Well, I feel that there has been so much work that has been done. On, and again, I, I keep coming back. But when I look at and I was a volunteer at the time mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. T- um, 2012, 2013, when the United Way brought business leaders and government leaders and academics together. What I was saying before, the nonprofit community say, what are the most critical issues? Mm-hmm. And we created a 10-year plan in 2000, kicked it off in 2014. So it's a 10-year plan, mm-hmm. so 2024. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But by halfway working, through. We are. Mm-hmm. And I was to say, by working together... And doing this and being very measurable in terms of here's everyone a measurable goal. Cut the high school dropout rate in half, as Mm -hmm. an example. I'll Mm -hmm. use that one for our education goal. Well, 
Carrie, we did that as Orange County. As Orange County, we cut mm. the high school dropout rate in half in five years versus 10. That's I think that's extraordinary, it right? Is. How many communities can say that? That's right. And that's everybody kind of working together. It's not all about us in mm-hmm. a way, certainly. This is about Orange County, but we did that. It's about those kids. It's about those the, kids. The value of them staying there. Yes. Yeah. And so um, family financial stability, even though it's a challenge to live here, um, it did improve by 25% over a five-year period. And so we're focused on um, improving it another 25%. And on the education goal that I just mentioned, we're taking it to 2.0. We're, we're closing the disparity gaps between the schools, let's say Irvine schools or mm-hmm. um, might be graduating ninety eight percent of their their classes were there are schools in Santa Ana and Anaheim and some other fo- places in Orange County that are graduating eighty five percent. Let's close that gap. So that's mm-hmm. our our next goal. But everything's very measurable and very, very doable when we all work together. So I think what gives me hope is I see everybody working together. I mean more and more so. I mean it's not always easy, sure. right? Not we all have our different lanes sometimes, but United 10 Homelessness, the work we're doing our homelessness, we have 40 business leaders and government leaders and coming together. We have 37 service providers all together in the same room. We have Mm -hmm. faith leaders all coming together, everybody coalescing. And I think that when you have a common goal and a common purpose, we can achieve so much. And I've seen Orange County do some of that in the next in the last five years, and I'm excited to see what the next 10 brings. I think we can do more, and I think we can make this amazing community even better. That's great. So just to revisit the 10-year plan idea, as I would say, I, you know, I've been living in this startup world for most of my career, but almost entirely the last 20 years, and the idea of 10 years is just a completely radical foreign concept. So how you're halfway through, you're, you're on, it sounds like on, on several things, you're even ahead of what the 10-year plan might have been. How do you balance the rapid pace of change that's going on in our world around us with this idea of the sense of stability that a, something like a 10-year plan could provide? So the 10-year plan, so you think about it in terms of that those are the ultimate goals. Mm-hmm. The beauty of the work that we do, we're not saying, and it has to be this yes. way. It's sure. only this way, mm-hmm. Carrie, because that's how we built our entire infrastructure mm-hmm. to do it this way. So we're very nimble when we need to. So mm-hmm. we will pivot as we need to, all focused on achieving those goals, though. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the difference. If we had inv- invented this widget and this widget mm-hmm. was going to do this one thing, and that one thing wasn't going to get us there, then we put all of our investment in that sure. one widget, right? Sure. Maybe people don't even say widgets anymore. You'll have to explain it to your audience. <laughs> I still like that word. Okay, I thought it was a cool word, <laughs> I like too. That word. You know, so um, they're nano widget. I That's don't right. know what to call That's it. Right. So, anyway, whatever they've developed. But in our case, everything we're doing about is improving lives for um, people who need help, people who are living basically under the poverty line, people who are underserved mm-hmm. in Orange County. Mm-hmm. The programs of what makes sense for them right now are going to change, but it's all what is it going to take to help us make families Mm self-sufficient. So one program that I think is truly innovative, it's not... It's been now seven years, but again, I I know a lot about startups, too. I was on the phone with a startup friend on the way here, and um, he's weaving in and out of 15 years of Mm -hmm. feeling that goes Mm -hmm. startup, right? But but in this particular case, we actually found a best practice up, up in the Bay Area, so we brought a program called SparkPoint OC 
to um, a community center in Westminster. And what this is, and again, it's a it's a longer term, but this is an opportunity for somebody who has a family to say, I, I need financial help to get ahead. I, I'm in debt. I have got credit. Not about handout. Mm-hmm. And so I know people don't want to hear about handout, but it's what we're saying. If there are those folks who really want to get ahead, but for some you know, a, a death in the family. Sure. Maybe it was yes. a dental bill that was just astronomic, and mm-hmm. how do you pay it on a minimum mm-hmm. wage? Um, so we have these financial uh, centers, and now we have them in five sco- or four, one in a community center and four in schools. But this way a parent can come in in a place where their child is going to school because you want your child to stay in school mm-hmm. because otherwise mm-hmm. you're going to end up if you keep pulling a child out of school they're going to run into that cycle yes. so this is a two-generational approach we're helping the child stay in school and make sure that they're getting educated and then the parent signs up to 16 to 18 months of financial counseling mm. so this is intense meaning somebody's holding you accountable for 16 to 18 months i wish somebody had done that yes. for me when i was Absolutely. a young person right but the idea that um, how to set a goal, how to achieve a goal, how to save to, you know, what is it going to take to pay off that dental bill and how to get that done. It's programs like that change lives forever because mm-hmm. they teach the habits, they instill a habit and their accountability for a long enough period of time, people can get back on the track. Yes. So the nice thing is the child is in a good place and the family is now able to take care of themselves and more and more of those success stories over the time is going to help improve all of Orange County, right? Mm-hmm. So we want more and more spark points everywhere, but just an example of of what looking at something from a a long-term goal of financial stability, what that might mean. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different programs along the way. Some are long, some might be a short-term fix, sure. but it's all for the common goal. Yes. Another great story, not surprising. You, I probably could sit here all day. Sue, Paul has given me the time sign, very unfortunately. And so one of the things, I, I have so many other things, I'm going to have to have you back to continue this conversation. I would love to come back. The one thing I always uh, ask my guests to, to do is to, to leave you know a final thought, uh, either a lesson learned, piece of wisdom. You've shared so much today, but if there's you know is there one thing that you could think about that you know you, you you've sort of taken a lot of your background in, in business and volunteerism, now leading this super high impact organization, really launching startups from within it, many of which you shared, which are having really meaningful impact, but are there other things that you sort of keep with you or hold with you that you'd love to share to other innovators here in in my audience that are continuing to to think about how do they contribute to Orange County? Well, I would say get involved, right? Learn more about your community. And I was corporate at the time when I ended up here, and I didn't know a soul in Orange County. Hmm. By getting involved, and in my case, it was the United Way initially, But by getting involved and starting volunteering my time, I met so many amazing people. Because if you get involved, you meet people who care, Mm -hmm. which is, wouldn't you want them as your friend? People who care are not callous, right? People who care, but overall people who are successful because they're balancing all these different aspects in their Mm -hmm. lives. And you might, there's that time treasure and talent that goes along with nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And all of us have different ones of those at at different times. And people get that. But I would say get involved, connect, and it'll make your life less lonely. I know as, as an entrepreneur, it can be really lonely, yes. right? Yes. Are you lo- yeah, so it's it can be. And so by getting involved in the circle and doing something that's purpose and a higher good, it might be 
that two percent of your time or whatever it is it can make the difference in somebody's life but it's going to make a huge difference in your life and it's going to open up all sorts of doors so i'd say get involved and i know one place to do it orange county united way that is awesome and i couldn't could not agree with you more i i've had conversations over the years so many times with with folks and saying you are going to build a better company you are going to be a better leader and a better person by being part of the community while you're building your company not after and that this is you know the journey is is this integrated uh set of experiences it's not serial and and you know some parts of the world may be telling you you got to focus and only do this thing but that's i just don't believe that and it sounds like we we share a lot of similar belief in that way in sync yes well sue thank you so much for joining me today Uh, this was a fun conversation unfortunately cut far too short that paul (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but thank you for sharing you know your wisdom and your stories just this great stories i i uh, i want to dig deeper on some of these and thanks for being such an amazing leader here in our community Uh, by leading by example and touching so many different people across so many different organizations and doing what you do in the united way you know i know you know this but you're making a huge impact here and you are definitely doing your part to accelerate oc oh thank you carrie it was an honor to be here thank you headphones you've just listened to accelerate oc join our live recordings every tuesday morning at accelerateoc.com or listen like and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot let's accelerate oc together